to all my K-drama lovers out there, welcome to the K-Drama Cafe podcast. If there's anyone out there listening, thank you so much for joining me, your host here at the K-Drama Cafe podcast. If this is your first time here, I just want to say welcome, welcome, welcome. All are welcome here at the K-Drama Cafe podcast. Um, If this is not your first time here, thank you so much for joining me again here and welcome back. Thank you for uh, just tuning in again for another one of my rants slash reviews slash just chatting discussing on all things korean drama so welcome and welcome back so i'm gonna go ahead and jump right into it today on this episode i'll be doing my overall impressions and review on the beloved our beloved summer oh my gosh i know i'm so late um yeah so our beloved summer ended this year at the beginning of this year and i did not watch it while it was airing i know i know shame on me i forgot what the reason was i don't know i don't know if it's because i was watching snowdrop i i don't know i think i was just so invested in snowdrop that i everything just did not exist for me at that moment but i did hear really good things about our beloved summer um i was curious but i don't know why i didn't and um yeah but i finally got around to it and i completed the entire show finally and this episode will be all about my thoughts on our beloved summer so yeah let's get right into it but before i gotta ask you guys have you had your coffee today i actually wanted to share with you guys a discovery okay it's not like a super crazy discovery it's just something that i've been obsessed with lately so what i have or what i have discovered well it's not really my discovery well for my soul probably but anyways that's not the point um so for my coffee today i have duncan okay i know random right duncan um i know that in the east coast duncan is more prefer well from what i've heard from people i'm i don't know i'm that i don't trust my word for it i'm not from the east coast but i've just heard some people that duncan is a preferred place for coffee as opposed to like starbucks and your regular you know from the west coast or from socal um but yeah so i got duncan i've had some drinks from them but i haven't really tried a lot from them but what i do love and what i have tried is their iced cappuccinos which are so good i like really like them i think i like them better than so far i haven't tried to get another iced cappuccinos like that um i prefer more so far i don't know but yeah, so I usually would get, an, if I would go to Duncan, I usually would get an iced cappuccino with hazelnut. So, so good. But I recently, last week, I yeah, it was last week. Oh my gosh. So last week I went to Duncan for whatever reason. I don't know. I was just craving it. There's one literally on the street that I have to drive down to to get to work or to drive to um to get on the freeway and i would see it and then i was like okay fine i'll i'll have a duncan that's fine so i go and i order my usual and i you know i just tell the cashier can i get a 
medium-iced cappuccino with hazelnut and um they didn't have hazelnut <laughs> so i was looking at the menu and i saw this flavor that popped up which was butter pecan i i don't think i've ever heard of a flavor or a syrup for coffee that's butter pecan i don't know let me know guys i mean anything is literally possible at this point i've seen many things when it comes to different concoctions of lattes and coffee um so yeah so i was like sure why not um yeah let's try butter pecan <laughs> the moment that i ordered it i instantly regretted it because i was like okay i'm scared this may taste nasty <laughs> what if it's too sweet what if it's too bland what if it's too ugh, what if it has a weird aftertaste but i was wrong obviously and i took a sip of it and let me just take another sip hold on yeah good stuff i took a sip of it and um it was so delicious y'all it was so delicious i don't even know how to describe it it was like I just have to say, those who do not like sweet things, sweet coffee, will like it. And those who do like sweet coffee will like it. It's just like right in the middle. It's not too sweet. It's not too bitter. Um, it has really good flavor. It doesn't taste artificial. It doesn't taste like weird. It doesn't have a weird aftertaste. I know some some syrups can have a weird aftertaste that, and you can literally taste the artificial part of it. But yeah no it's actually pretty good and all you have to do is just say an iced cappuccino with butter pecan i know that it's starbucks or yeah mostly starbucks <laughs> or some like you know mom and pop shops like you have to be specific on like the pumps and everything but honestly they stood for you, you just tell them with such and such syrup with such and such flavor and they'll do it for you and they measure it out pretty good because it's pretty delicious so yeah let me know guys if you've had duncan um, if you like Duncan, if you prefer Duncan, if you have your go-to drink from Duncan and what it is because, or what is it? Because I want to try other things, but I want to get a recommendation from the people and I just try it blindly. I really want to see what other people like and what their go-tos at Duncan. But if you guys are interested, check out simple, I know super basic, but I low-key i've been kind of obsessed with it like <sighs> this is embarrassing i tried it out last week and i want to say i've from last week to this week i've went to go buy it like like four times i mm, i know i know i know i know it's i know D don't look at me you can't see me but don't give me that look i know it's a lot of times but yo i have been so obsessed with this drink it's like i i would mostly get starbucks and i haven't gone to starbucks often um but yeah but anyways <laughs> yeah check it out let me know what you guys think if you liked it or if you have your other um uh, go-to drinks that you like to get at duncan but uh, yeah, enough coffee talk. Let's get into it. I hope you guys get yourself a coffee. I hope you guys, you know, relax, wind down. We're going to get into it, into our beloved summer. I know that many people have already watched it. I hope you guys still tune in to hear my thoughts and have a discussion with me, even though you're not 
face to face with me but you know um yeah hope you guys enjoy this episode go get yourself a coffee just just take a sip with me just just yeah (laughs) yeah so um i think i'm really hyped up right now i don't know clearly i've had a lot of these clearly i've had way too many of this drink but um i need to relax anyways um so let's get into it all right our beloved summer have you guys watched that show you guys have you guys watched that drama i know a lot of people have already i've seen you know i've seen the the instagram posts the memes the you know different reviews i've actually i've i've heard nothing but good things of this show i gotta say right off the bat the ost do not sleep on the ost even if you have not watched this show don't sleep on that ost like the moment that it starts the actual album it's just you're in for a ride and not the type of ride that you think not the like roller coaster ride not the room room ride did i just say room room ride what the heck is wrong with me um like i said clearly i've had way too much coffee anyways um you know just that ride where you have your window down your top down whatever type of car you have and you're just cruising you're just cruising like you're just cruising the first song it it has good amount of emotional it just gives you the feels gives you the feels makes you want to go take a drive down to the beach for no reason and i gotta say i have to shout out to my boy v from bts i mean come on i'm pretty sure you guys if you guys love k-dramas i'm 100 percent sure you guys know who bts is but yeah v from bts Young, he has an ost for our beloved summer and it's called christmas tree and that has to be my favorite out of the entire album it's it it just sets up so many of the scenes when i hear the song i think of different scenes that i loved about this oop i just spoiler alert (laughs) um that i loved about this show and uh, yeah don't skip out on it check out that ost you guys check it out and listen to it while you guys are in a long drive like check it out um especially if you guys are alone check it out um not in the not when you're like yeah when you guys are alone you guys are you know it's daytime it's like good weather like put your window down put your top down if you have a convertible and just enjoy just bask in this just relaxing music but relaxing borderline dramatic it's not too dramatic but it's just if you've seen the show you can imagine the scenes while you listen to these songs and it's great um yeah so first things first i wanted to just shout out that ost and i want to shout out v okay because his voice is like ugh, it's like it's so it's beautiful the right term it's just very silky smooth i absolutely love his voice and this song is just goes so well with him and it's it's great because it has like his you know vocals in it and has really good like elements of like it's just like a good portion of like an instrumental portion of it where they use in a lot of scenes it's so beautiful 
so beautiful you guys have to see you guys have to see and you guys have to listen to this song anyways enough about the ost i'm here to talk about the actual show okay spoiler alert you guys i gotta say right off the bat our beloved summer it it surprised me i i did not give it enough credit i am kicking myself and like beating myself up because i well you know not technically but i was like how did i miss this how did i miss this show like why did i not want to watch it i don't know if i i think i did want to watch it but i just was so invested in snowdrop and other shows that i was catching up from 2020 that i missed that i just i don't know i i think i i haven't i don't know what it was and i think it was because a lot of people were posting about like the opener i, I don't know it just made me like uh, like i think people do <laughs> i maybe it was an overkill for me at the moment but i get it people were excited that's not fair of me to think that but people were excited i totally get why people were posting and posting about it that's completely fine but um i don't know i don't know why i did not watch it and you guys like i don't know i feel like so i definitely regret it for not checking out but like i i don't know if i mentioned this before but um i'm kind of glad i watched it now because i got to binge watch it i get to take a pause on it when i need to process certain moments or certain episodes um and i get to watch it at my own pace and really really soak up this show because overall i gotta say like it definitely hits some really good points when it comes to like different struggles that people go through like real people that they go through when it comes to like relationships and their struggles and why people break up and why people are so good together but they just didn't work out because of certain things that people like you know struggle with themselves and it just hits different traumas and so 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 well but at the same time it had a really good moments of like real um I don't know like it had some really great tender moments and really great like what's the word uh really great moments of like uh, is peacefulness the right word just kind of like softness I guess Uh, it just did so well for me I was not expecting much because obviously again I didn't watch it when it came out but i did i did hear good things so when i first put on the first episode i was like okay i'm nothing to watch at the moment um i think i was cooking and i was like let's watch something while i cook because i could see while i cook i can see the television and obviously i don't understand i don't understand oh i don't really know the language really well uh so i'd have to keep my eyes on the subtitle but Yo, I got so hooked right off the bat. Right off the, right off the bat, I got hooked with everything. With the warmness and like brightness of the filters. I know that's not the correct term, but I need to probably Google these terms. But 
of the filter itself the way it started out with like you know how it's based off a you know documentary the duo the the duo of the main leads so great i just just hooked right away um yeah but before i get too ahead of myself let me just give you guys a quick little synopsis in case if there's anyone out there that has never seen this show which i highly highly doubt i'm the only dummy that did not was just just completely missed out but it's okay because i finally watched it and i'm gonna say it right now i was not disappointed okay so synopsis again you guys can read this off google uh or wikipedia or asian wiki i think it's called asian wiki or asia wiki um so i'm just gonna read this and then i'll give you guys my interpretation of what the synopsis was or the premise okay so it says a coming of age romantic comedy that revolves around Choi ung played by Choi. oh same last name <laughs> Choi wu shik and cook yun su played by kim dami ex-lovers who broke up with a promise to never meet again as luck would have it the documentary they filmed 10 years ago in high school went viral and they are forced to face the cameras together again by their producer friend the series depicts their complicated feelings and growth this drama shows what people love feels like oh kind of what i was trying to say instead of discussing practical issues like family conflicts it tells a story about throb memory and dream romance is revealed in many small unnoticed acts that's a pretty good premise actually wow way to go way to go wikipedia um anyways um yeah so exactly so this show um what i you know watching the entire thing how i would explain what it's about it's about two young people starts off with them in high school we have your main boy which is pretty much his story in general because you see mostly of his her too but i feel like it's mostly his story i think looks like so his name is Choi ung i thought it was ji ung oh Choi ung and he is literally the last the last in his class he's the two he ranks in high school okay he ranks as 267th out of 267 students in his school okay and then we have our girl cook yun su played by kim dami um who was always first who's very overachiever very intelligent very book smart i think i want to say street smart um she's just a well-rounded young lady who's always like on top of her game but comes off as snobby i I guess it's snobby um to other people because she's such a perfectionist and she just she's just like no nonsense type of girl and then he just does not care he just want to have a free life he's an artist he loves drawing all he wants to do is nap and draw that's it under the sun under the sun under the shade that's him so 
there's this documentary um production team or this like production team um that w- was hired or not hired but pretty much they they were uh they have they went to the school to find two individuals to do a documentary of this high school and to reflect like the differences between two um young people that were the complete opposites one being the highest ranking student uh, uh versus the well alongside the lowest ranking student and see and have them always together and see how they react and how they interact together and i think that was pretty much the reason of the entire documentary um and because of that it forces them to come together because obviously they're she's the highest ranking he's the lowest ranking so by force by fate whatever you want to call it they have to join together i don't know if they have i think the school kind of found a loophole or like manipulated the situation to where they had them actually do it because obviously they were at first reluctant reluctant to do it so they eventually do it and they have to be together all the time and at first it was a hot mess they were definitely 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 not fond of each other they absolutely were complete opposites they did not like each other always fighting always bickering she will always try to one-up him he's always trying to just like chill but then gets himself in trouble because he's just always trying to be chill but then they start teasing each other and you see her like always doing stuff to him teasing him to get a reaction out of him and then you don't see right then and there you kind of discover later on in the series in the drama that they get close and they have different moments together they share memories together and yeah so these two polar opposites are forced to come together spend time with each other and eventually fall in love start dating so cute the ways they start dating start dating they actually date for five years okay five years five years anyway so they date for like okay i'll explain why i'm overreacting for this whole thing so they date for five years and within their relationship those those five years they have they pretty much have an on and off relationship she always breaks it off they always come together she breaks it off they come together so he has never really he has taken it serious like he would get heartbroken but he always had that like confidence that oh, it's just one of those moments we'll eventually come back together like she's going through something or something happened and i just have to apologize whatever but there's this one particular time where they both were almost traumatized by especially him and i'll explain later why their last last moment their last last breakup and they break it off horrible break not like dramatic but it's just very an emotional for both for specific reasons they break it up for good and they vow to never see each other again five years more later she you see her working for marketing i want to say marketing company i want to say for a really small marketing company she's doing her thing she's working with this like i think i want to say like museum or is it a restaurant or a museum i think it's like a restaurant or something 
there she's trying to pitch the, her ideas to this she's trying to pitch to this other company to have them market an event for them and have and the way they're gonna do it they're gonna have um the artwork of the a really famous artist at the time that uh by an artist that goes by uh go oh which is a pseudonym <laughs> of that illustrator oh well he's not I guess you can just yeah he's pretty much an illustrator i let's call him artist um and she tells him this is my idea we're gonna use go o who obviously that's not his real name but we're gonna go hit uh use his artwork to be displayed in your building i don't remember what it is i'm so sorry like it's been a while since i watched the first episode the first I want to say, um, okay, I can't remember, but yeah, so I think it's like a restaurant or it's just the company, um, and then you're going to have an art show, you're going to have an event, and that's how we're going to, uh, market this, so whoever was the CEO of that company gets intrigued, and so she is pretty much it sets up it's setting up we already know we already know who this person is we already know who this person is so it's just pretty much sets up how they meet again well turns out go oh is none other than of course of course of course Choi Ung so at this moment they're both 29 years old um it has been 10 years since the documentary when they were 19 in high school so again none other than Choi Ung and you see him successful he's living in his own place a pretty big place you see him like working in his studio working on things he like knows celebrities he knows this like celebrity pop I'm just gonna m- mention her briefly because I don't really care much for her unfortunately I'm so sorry but yeah so she he knows um he's pretty popular he ha- he's a friend with a idol her name is NJ who's about like mid 20s 25 years old around there and he's she's a fan of his work they are friends um and yeah that's pretty much how it sets him up he has a really good friend with him who's his name is go Gu who um who is his manager and really really close friend and um yeah so they almost kind of live together it looks like they live together or he spends the night a lot and you just see how he's just still a chill person you don't see much of a reaction to him he's obviously a little like silly a little dorky because he's sometimes clumsy but he's still kind of almost the same even though he's pretty successful you could see how he's still the same again he's successful he is like you know even though his name is not out there, but he is, you know, financially stable, pretty wealthy, doing what he loves doing, and looking, it looks like he's doing pretty good, they both look like they're doing pretty good, look like they haven't thought about each other, okay, and I'm pretty sure that's what (laughs) the writing was trying to set up, that they were trying to make it as like, oh yeah, we're totally fine, we have no idea what happened five years ago, I don't know, anything i don't care but you see little by little how they have never stopped thinking about each other the entire time again like i was saying um so it sets up how of how they're gonna meet again so she goes off 
finds where he lives, where Go-O lives. And this is how first the first episode ends. You get introduced to other people, but pretty much how... I just want to talk about how they met first. How they met again. And I have to say it's one of my favorite scenes of this entire series. Um, I have a lot of favorite scenes, obviously, but this is one of my favorite scenes. So she goes to his place. I think by this time she already knew who it was. She, you don't see it until later, but this is what you see in the first episode. She rings the doorbell. He comes out. He's just like I'm completely clueless, completely like has no idea what's going on. Obviously, opens the door and bam, she's there, and he sees her and she sees him, and it's just like scene is like you feel it you feel like oh crap (laughs) it's such a good scene the way they finally see each other sorry the way they finally meet again and the how they use the the score or the song for that scene was just perfect it just depicted just so great that scene like i hope you guys see this show if you guys haven't and i hope you guys look back on this scene what i'm talking about so great it sets up everything and from there it kind of just gets everything rolling like because i when it comes to like time jumps and it comes to like shows where the characters meet um i have or have already met or have like had a history but then something happens and they never see each other again i don't really care much for the in-between time I'm just kind of like, okay, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Let's get to the good part where they meet again. Like, just be brief on how they spent their time before and then show me, like, you know what I'm saying? And I think they finally... Hold on one second. Okay, sorry. I... (laughs) I put a pause and I went to go see the last scene again. Yep, it's an episode, the first episode, and they, the first episode where they finally meet. He's, she's at his doorstep. She, he has the door open. It's so. I, I want to watch it again right now. And yep, I still love it. It's so good. He opens it up. He has this, like, this <laughs> blank stare at his face, like, uh, and. She's just like, look him like with like, like what, what, like you just slam the door, like, and it's just so funny because they have that pause in the in the moment, and then you hear like uh, the people who are have worked on the documentary because at this point, um, they <laughs> the documentary from their high school days has pretty much revived and it's getting a lot of hits and there's a lot of demand of like a sequel or like a part two of the documentary of to see where they're at so they're discussing uh two producers one of them is Choi Young's friend well both of their friends but mostly Choi Young's best friend best childhood friend and they're discussing it and he's pretty much telling the first producer saying okay so pretty much ain't gonna happen because 
so these two yeah they hated each other but they actually loved each other and they dated for five years and they had a horrible breakup and yeah they swore to never see each other again <laughs> that narration happens while they were they while while you see them meet for the first time after five years he slams the door runs in is like running all over the place looking for something and you see him grab something and he sprays it's a spray a, a water sp- bottle spray and he opens the door and she's just looking at him like not phased at all but at the same time you can see like something you know like okay she's she doesn't she's not trying to show any emotion but like you could see like there's something there and he sprays her with water and that's how the first episode ends and that's how their first meeting in and it's great it's absolutely beautiful because as you continue on with the story you get to know his perspective you get to know what happened with him and then you see her perspective because again her character again is very non no nonsense type no nonsense can come off as snobby very like perfectionist very like very high maintenance almost but she's not high maintenance um she's just kind of like i i know it all i that's it she's a know-it-all okay and um and he's just like a sweetie he's just so 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 sweet but he's a clumsy little like he's just a little dork it's so cute um and you see him like fumbling and just like spraying her and obviously for by that you can see okay she's the one that broke up with him she's the one that broke it off and uh yeah it sets up for the rest of the show and it's just great i love it i'm i was already hooked from the start but once i saw that scene i was like okay i'm hooked for the rest the entirety of the show because it's just great like their dynamics and their interactions and chemistry is so 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 well written and very well portrayed by these two actors honestly and Choi Mr. Choi like he first of all he he it looks so young and he is like older than me and he is just looking great she's obviously younger so obviously she looks young but he looks amazing and yeah he's great love him love him um so i went off on a rant but yeah so that's how it's set up and it goes into the old producer who worked on the high school uh pretty much worked he what's yeah so you see the old producer that worked on the high school documentary with his friend who with his childhood friend who I have to say, I actually had a crush on on Kuk Young Soo this entire time, and they have there's this like whole thing, this whole thing that he felt resent. He was kind of resentful towards Ung, but never really showed it because that's his friend. Um, anyway, so he's also a producer. They're older now, and they pretty much work on getting them to back together, not in a romantic way, but back together to create this documentary again eventually they manipulate each other to actually do it again and then pretty much you see how they just the journey of them doing this documentary working on the event for uh the marketing company um and then everybody interacting all over again because you have her side of 
her friends and family and then his side his friends and family interact again and be familiar with each other because of how long they were together and how even though like obviously like it was great because when he when she saw his parents again they were very gracious to towards her very gracious towards her very loving towards her and the only ones were his friends were like oh heck no we can't we saw him go through things and we do not want him to go through it again same with her best friend and same with the grandma um yeah you see that and you see the the relationship progress in a very slow slow way but very very i love that it didn't i love that it was a slow burn even though they had a relationship before because what they did to each other was very damaging and traumatic because of their past traumas that i feel like it wouldn't be fair if by episode eight oh they're together oh they discover that they actually love each other again oh they whatever whatever the case um it, it was a very it was a slow process to finally realizing okay i always love this person but i don't want to damage this person again or i don't want to get together because i don't want to mess up again it was very realistic very very realistic on how why they delayed them getting together again and i loved it i absolutely loved it and um yeah that premise of this entire show is a very slice of life coming of age of these two young people who went through trauma in their childhoods that carried along in their friend in their relationship that hurt them that caused pretty much they pretty much projected their insecurities and their traumas into this relationship hurt each other and eventually walk away from it but not never walking away because they never stopped loving each other but because because of what was never healed from their past from their childhood it hindered them growing anything or moving forward with this specific relationship because they loved because when you love someone that's it hurts i don't know i don't know you guys let me know if what your thoughts are are really uh sorry let me know what your thoughts on um on relationships with people who have you know past traumas but it's so hurtful to have someone like say you went through a traumatic experience with like your parent or something and exactly what you went through with your parent is exactly how like your partner is like that is very damaging especially someone that you open yourself up to be vulnerable and open yourself up to um trust and so not that this you know they were not like they weren't they didn't like it wasn't that bad it was just specific things with each other that ended up really hurting them and it was both a projection of their pretty much their their insecurities and like i said like what they went through as children and you see them heal from it you see them you know the people around them embrace them and encourage both of them as they finally get back together towards the end and they grow you know they grow with each other heal and 
go through an obstacle that if they were back then five years ago it would have never survived and finally um you know again like they end up together so yeah it's like it it definitely has some other elements to it like that he's an artist like that she you know that she's you know her her situation that she goes through and stuff like that and the whole documentary thing i love the fact that they made it so interesting with the idea of that concept of like okay we have to be together again the main reason why we were forced to be together is that same reason why we're forced to be together here and it's funny to watch to see them like interact with other people see each other try to fight them wanting to like be close together in a romantic way or them trying to fight being jealous of one another or you know like stuff like that so fun to watch but yeah that's pretty much my take on what the premise was about i feel like that's way too detailed Uh, but yeah pretty much that's what i feel like it was truly about was about two young people who were obviously the polar opposites, had gone through traumatic experiences in their life that had never really truly healed, that they hid, you know, surface level, maybe had healed, but or that they hid that they took away, but they eventually brought it into a really good relationship with people that they truly cared about. And because of that, they damaged each other. And five years later, they had they were presented sorry they were presented with a new opportunity to heal and make it work and heal each other so yeah guys that's that's the premise um that's what i think okay so the characters okay let me get into the characters so the characters guys i love (laughs) I think that's an obvious one. I think my favorite character has to be Choi Wushik character, Choi Ung. I absolutely love him. He is so, like, if I would say what my ideal type is, I would obviously say Rowoon. <laughs> but my true, I mean, because, you know, I would say Rowoon with a combination of this character, Choi Ung. Because he he is so he's so sweet he's so sweet such a good guy like he definitely cares for people <laughs> he's the type of guy that's such you you could you could you he makes you well he outwardly it people perceive him as someone who's easily like manipulated or someone you easily can like walk all over someone pretty much a child yeah the way he interacts with his family the way that he deals with his trauma the way that he loves cooking soup it's just like oh he's such a sweet boy and he's such a sweet like he's so patient he's such a dork and you could see like there's um i mentioned nj who she's the pop idol she actually falls in love she ends up liking him as well and so i'm pretty sure they did that so that there could be some kind of conflict but you know you could see like they show little moments of why she likes him and it's just great like even though i didn't really care much for her and i was like it'll go away like he's gonna be with cookie and sue why are you here you know but either way i liked 
I liked how they showed little moments where like she like smiles or like giggles because of him and you can see like oh like this is why this is why it's so easy to fall in love with someone like him like he's such a sweet guy he's so caring super nice obviously um but he just makes you feel super comfortable and he is just ugh, after what he's gone through in life you, you it's just surprising that he you know wants to make everyone feel familiar everyone feel comfortable everyone feel you know I want to say at home because he he's also a really good friend to his friends always like he you know he's such a good friend to his friends even though his friends weren't as good to him but he has always been such a good friend regardless and is always so forgiving and and yeah love that character love seeing him go through i mean not that i loved but seeing how he handled his struggles and how he overcame them and how even though he was hurt from his past and his childhood and was hurt the same way by the love of his, the love of his life it's so endearing how he decided to take another chance and yeah take another chance with her so i think my favorite character has to be has to be him like i'm telling you if he were a real person i'd probably want to marry him <laughs> okay joking but at the same time i'm not joking like if i met someone like him i for sure would be like okay or if i were dating someone like him like okay like um i'm not letting you go like you were you are just it's so easy to be vulnerable with you but yeah love him let me know what you guys think about the character he was he had so many he has such an innocent face it's funny because i watched him in fight for my way and he was such a creep he was such a creep and he played it so well but this is why he's such a good actor um by the way you guys he was in parasite go check out the movie if you have not where have you been um but yeah i loved him in that and um yeah so he <laughs> he has such an innocent like face he's just like when he there's moments where he this character was great but he the way he, um Choi Wushik just played it it was so great like he has that just like innocent like blank stare of like just dense like I'm dense I don't know what's going on and pretty much that was his character in general that's one thing that I probably wouldn't like about him is that he's dense like but there was this one part where they, they they're back together and he tells her like hey like if there's something that you want or there's something I did wrong or like something you want me to do like let me know because I'm stupid <laughs> he says because I'm dumb like I'm dense and I need you to tell me like please tell me and i really appreciate that i really appreciated that about him because it's rare to hear you know someone say like okay i'm kind of dumb i'm very oblivious like please let me know if i did something wrong please let me know if you if you're like don't hint at me just let me know straight up if you want something from me or like i'm doing something wrong or like you know whatever it is just let me know because i'm dumb i'm dense you know and i love that i love that <laughs> even like i could see how that would be frustrating but the fact that he told her that was like okay like he he's trying like that's great um but yeah he has this blank stare this like dense stare like what and then or he's just like serious moments he's just like 
he you just he's endearing he's just endearing and you fall in love with him pretty much and he's just so innocent like you just want to hug him <laughs> you just want to hug him uh contracts to her like she's also you know cute and stuff but it's just different because she she has a and i'm pretty sure this is why they paired them up because they were trying to show that contrast but she you could easily her face is very like stern and like you can't mess with me kind of you know like she's aware when she has a moment of silence or like you know that moment that beat that like you know someone's staring her down or someone's looking at her or whatever or she's like thinking about something she's alert and aware she's not oblivious but he's just like "Hmm?" like and it's so so cute so Kim Dami plays Kuk Yeonsoo and she is a PR expert so she's yeah marketing I guess public relations um she is great too even though at the beginning I liked how you only see the perspective of him and the perspective of what his the people around him saw and she is so like stoic very like she is a person that hides her feelings and you don't know that she hides her feelings you don't know that she has like um that she's hiding anything you just she's just like i didn't get affected by this breakup i don't care if i have to see him again even though we were together for five years like whatever like nothing bothers me and then you saw like flashbacks of scenes after the breakup and how like nothing bothered her and once it gets to her portion of the show because i think a first yeah each character um each main character has like a voiceover of different episodes and explains their life story and stuff like that and why they do the thing they do and why they made the the choices as they made and when it got to her even though i had an idea because not that i'm like her exactly because i'm almost (laughs) i'm more like very dorky very like (laughs) very hyperactive not hyperactive but i I get really you know hyped up and i'm like trying to make everyone laugh and like i'm silly sometimes but a lot of the times when it comes to showing my emotions i do not i'm more like her and i had a feeling like okay there's a side to her story there's there has to be a reason why she broke up with him there has to be another reason that we don't know yet that he doesn't know yet and you finally get to see that and it's so sad but you feel for her and everything makes sense you see like what his trauma is doing to him and what her trauma is doing to her so with her like um she grew up poor very very poor grew up with her grandma no parents around and the reason why they broke up and i don't know i don't really have much time to really go into details like you guys have to check this drama out for yourselves but why i resonated with her story so well is because she was trying to just live a normal life she wanted that so bad but because of her circumstances she had to grow up so fast she had to just like find a way to not to get out of where she was living at because because of i believe her parents were the ones that 
um, put them into debt and the reasons why they're that poor. There's a scene where their place, her and her grandma's place gets completely trashed because of loan sharks, I think, or debt collectors. I'm pretty sure they're loan sharks. And she, there's this moment there where she's like, I'm sick and tired of being this poor. I'm sick and tired of going through this. And in that moment, I think she feels so guilty because the one who has to deal with it is not her, but her grandma. And she's like, I can't do this. I have to figure out how I have to get out of this situation, how to like, you know, graduate, make money. Like, even though she's so intelligent, even though she's, she's, you know, she's capable of doing so much with her life. She didn't feel like she had the luxury to do what she wanted she felt that pressure of like i need to graduate go to college finish so i can get a really good job to get us out of this situation instead of thinking of like a regular young adult who's like okay what do i want to do what's my passion you know like you know looking into what her potential is and realizing her potential she did not have that luxury uh, in, in her eyes you know and it was so i definitely resonated with that because i was like ah like yeah like it, i understand wanting to get out of that situation and looking at her relationship with with him and he had the opportunity to because at that point when that happened to her he was getting offered um different uh like internships to go abroad and he was he did not want to go because obviously because he wanted her to go with him and he just didn't really care much he didn't have much much ambition and there's a reason why at first you're like okay like why doesn't he why does he not care he doesn't have ambition i mean that's fine but he had his own reasons why and you saw how he she, she saw him and she was like almost envious because she was like he has the luxury to just like he just has that opportunity you know he has more opportunity he has opportunity to do something with his life and i'm over here dealing with this with this struggle and i think her grandma was sick too yeah i believe her grandma was sick as well and because of that she ended up realizing i can't i can't have a relationship well, I'm dealing with this. Like, I can't have fun. I can't, like... And I don't want anyone to see me. I don't... Like, this, I don't want anyone to see me struggle or see my vulnerability or see my um, inferiority. And, yeah, she ends up breaking up with him. And, again, like, that's not enough detail. It doesn't, like... What I just said right now is, like, it's... Mm, there's just... It doesn't compare to how the actual scene went. But, like, you guys, it was just a moment of, like, her, you know, pretending like she's okay. And his face breaks up with him. And he's devastated, obviously. She is, like, hiding until one day you see her go to the restroom. Say, well, she says hi to her grandma or, like, sees that her grandma's not there or sleeping or whatever. Goes to the restroom, turns on the sink, the faucet, so that it's super loud and starts crying her eyes off to where the sink is overflowing and i you guys like mm, it's tough it's tough when you you live in a home where you are not allowed to be vulnerable or you're either 
judged or criticized for being vulnerable or whatever the reason is and you have to hide your vulnerability like that is so hard and again like you resonate with her even though at first you were like oh she's a snob like why did she do that to him like she hurt him and then you see what she went through and it's like ah was it okay of course not but you see like okay she's also hurting she also has her own things that she has to deal with like she has to heal from and the fact that she pretty much hides her emotions hides her feeling the way she goes about certain things in her decisions it's like that's something that i would have done because i was trying to hide myself or i was trying not to be vulnerable or i was scared to trust people like i totally understand and then there's moments with him okay i didn't get into but with him again this is like a lot of spoiler but yeah guys go check it out again i i can't check it out okay he you find out that he was adopted and his father abandoned him in the streets at one point when he was a little 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 baby little kid and because of that he has a trauma of being abandoned and because of that he always felt like he was not worthy enough for his father to stay and even though he had great his adoptive parents yo another shout out to them both of those parents not only took him took him in but also took his friend jiung in because his friend jiung also had his trauma with his mom his mom i don't think she was an alcoholic but her no i don't think so but his mom was pretty much a wall absent absent-minded like treated him horribly did not care about him and would leave him alone would leave just leave escape leave leave the little boy just there by himself like very bad and would say horrible things to him very bad very bad and so his parents his adoptive parents take him in as well and so he's always hanging out with them they pretty much grow up as brothers but they have that conflict because Ji Young fell in love with Cook's Young Soo, and obviously she was dating. Um, and um, his yeah, his adoptive parents. Even though he had great adoptive parents, he always had that inferiority or insecurity that he was not good enough, and that he was he was subject to be abandoned. So when they had that com- that that moment of where she was like, I can't do this. I can't be in a relationship in this state or like I can't because she did not want him to see her inferior- inferiority complex. And he was like begging her like, why? But why can we not be together? Can you just tell me why? Why? Because of his trauma with a abandonment and it's just like ah they do it so well writers did it so well and when they you know were interacting again because of the newest documentary you could see how moments where they like he either you know accidentally touches her hand which is a lie i'm pretty sure he did on purpose 
you know, like, she stays the night to help him, whatever, like, and he, I don't know, different reasons that they, they have their K-drama moments, okay, their K-drama loving moments, and even though they have those moments, they don't get together right away, and then there's one where, because of the documentary, they go to this, like, cabin for, like, three not even a cabin it was like a mansion for like three days i think and they get caught in the rain at some point and they he he she's walking away from him i think yeah so she's walking away from him in the rain i don't know why she's crazy walks away from him she he stopped she stops him no sorry he stops her and then gives her a kiss and kisses her and that scene right there is another one of my favorite scenes where she's in she's like caught in the rain he comes with an umbrella and she you know she's like obviously stubborn as heck tries to walk away he stops her and then he just grabs her and kisses her and in that moment you see all the scenes of the all the times that they kissed and it's such a great scene because when they did flashbacks you would never see the full kiss but in that moment you see that current kiss and then every other kiss and it's just like that is so well crafted that is so like ah, such a beautiful scene such a beautiful sorry such a beautiful scene but even though they still did not get together right away and the reason why is because he was afraid that she would do it again or that she would abandon him again because of that complex or that trauma that he had and her as well there's a lot of things that i'm not mentioning again go check it out but that is the reason why i love the fact that they did a slow burn for them because through that time they needed to heal before coming back together because they would have done the same thing that happened and yeah so they healed they recognized what you know they needed to heal and that was very important and when they got together they had that awareness of each other of like okay this is what's going on with me this is what's going on with you this is what we need to work on and they were very open when they got back together you guys i loved it because they they had more communication they had their moments where they were like what are you doing or what's going on but they were more open she was more open with him and i think at that point before right before they got back together she realized like I have been so arrogant to think that I could live without him. I've been so arrogant. And it was like, ah, like it was just an epiphany moment for both of them, for her. And yeah, then you see like, I love it. Love, love seeing them together and as adults being aware of what they need to work on, what their flaws are, what didn't work. And her being afraid of, you know, doing something wrong, like it's such a it's such it's so beautiful it's so beautiful love it and in the end um in the end he because he didn't finish school he just ended up just working on his art and then he got famous off of that so he ends up taking up an opportunity to finish school abroad in france in an architecture school i believe and she was gonna go with him but this that i love so she was thinking on it of like should i go with him should i not and 
after everything i'm gonna i'm again i'm i'm skipping a lot of parts but this is very important that i wanted to share with you guys like after everything that she's gone through and seen like when she really thought about her going with him she really thought about her life there she had a moment where she went home one day she um was talking to her grandma her grandma was laying down and i think she was sleeping and she said she was telling her grandma how and this moment here i'm sorry uh, this moment here i've had i've had this epiphany before and so it really again resonated with me so yeah so just bear with me so she tells her grandma i don't remember word for word but she tells her that (laughs) that she couldn't believe how this whole entire time she convinced herself that she was alone but she was never alone she always had someone there and you saw flashbacks of her best friend there what she was going through difficult situations like when her grandma was sick or when she you know she broke up with um and like different situations and how she had the opportunity from her boss or ceo and how her you know when she first they first you know it was a startup company how they built that and then how other her other because there's like obviously you have your office mates they have their office mates there that i didn't really mention but they're obviously i like them they're they're pretty subtle it's not like they're not a big big deal but it's they're pretty cute um but you see how they you know go on board with them and like you see her like work work life and her life with her best friend and like you know she sees like that she was taking for granted that she was always like thinking that she that she had a dull life or she whatever she had was not enough but she had that moment of like wait like i love my job i love my best friend she's always been there for me through everything even though i thought i was alone like even though i wasn't with ung and i was heartbroken she was there like she was there sleepless nights hearing me hear me rant coming for me like she was there and my ceo he gave me this opportunity like i want to see this through now that i realize what i have i want to see this through and ah like i love that moment because sometimes we get so caught up of what we don't have especially when you've gone through like childhood trauma like she has you fix it on what you never had and what you wish you had or what how you wish how you wish your life was how you probably wish that you had a normal family normal life normal upbringing but this girl like she finally realizes hey like i have been taking everything that i've already had for granted and i want to see this through now that i finally notice and realize this and so she tells this to her grandma and she tells this to ung and obviously ung is like so supportive and so they supported each other and he he like he also has his moment of hey like i know i've been adopted i know that i've had my you know insecurities and me wanted to always shut down because i never felt like i was worthy to want more because i was so lucky to have what i have so that's why he would never be that ambitious that's why he would never really try and his his is his his part is very it goes into depth as well but 
he learns how to heal and he learns how not to be afraid oh my gosh there's this like uh, what was the name of the little dog there's this little dog that they used for an analogy to show him like to show like what he's going through and pretty much this little dog like that he absolutely loved was afraid to go outside because he was abandoned and he was like i think abused as well the little dog and he found comfort in the fact that hey like this little dog is just accepting his fears and just acknowledging and just living his life this is what i'm gonna do i'm gonna just live my life i'm gonna be okay and finally when one like years later he goes to this little like um convenient i think it's a convenience store to see the owner and the owner's like oh he's not here he's out and then he's like what and then here he comes on a leash and he's just happy as can be or was it a she it's a he um happy as can be can be outside all of a sudden and he's like wait what and the owner's like oh yeah like all of a sudden he wasn't afraid anymore and he was like he was looked at the dog as like traitor <laughs> he was like okay if he if the little dog can face his own fears maybe i can too it was such a great analogy and you see him talk to his parents and you see his parents be there for him all oh, his parents are great his, his parents are i wish i had those parents like okay that was kind of like <laughs> sorry but his parents were just great and very very gracious and very loving towards him and he he finally talked to his parents talked about how he knew he was adopted and stuff like that and he reveals to them specifically his mom like i was well, i think it was both of them he he told he tells him like i was always afraid i was always afraid that i would not take after you guys and i don't think he said it but he, he looked like he wanted to say i was afraid that i would take after my father who abandoned me because they're such good people and he was like i was afraid that i would not end up like you guys and oh such a good such a good scene so emotional i definitely was tearing up um and they were just like come on like boy like you are a wonderful boy you're a wonderful young man and and he 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 was he did take after them he definitely did he did so many great things for his friends and he's such a good person as well but he deals with that deals with his you know being adopted and and finally realizes like i i deserve to want more and i deserve to resolve this so he goes out to finish school goes abroad makes that decision and she decides to stay because she is like the opposite's like i've had this life this whole time and i finally want to live it like so obviously that's just the opposite so they go they separate for two years and even though it was hard for them i love that they did it to add more of like a build-up because they needed to go through this alone knowing that they truly love each other you know what i'm saying like they were alone this whole time but they were miserable but now they needed to be alone for a little bit to deal with the healing because you know 
and yeah great story you guys i know and finally at the end you guys spoiler alert he comes back such a great scene when he goes back he finally told i think well okay one thing that she always wanted him her to hear from him was that um the i love you and he would she would always try to coax him into it like she always like ask questions what if this what would you do if you know i die what if i do like you know what if i left you whatever the reason she always wanted him to say i love you and i don't at first whatever reason he never said it um until finally when he came back to visit he said it and it was just such a beautiful scene such a beautiful scene guys and then the time jump happens and they're out working on like a project in this library there's like a documentary going on i think and you see him and her up the stairs of the library putting like books away everyone's happy you know you see like different little you know other storylines conclude and they're together and they're like reminiscing about high school and then he like picks up a book and starts doodling you can see that he's drawing on it and she's like talking and talking, talking and then she's like wait a minute like what are you doing and then she sees and he gives it to her and it's a drawing it's a portrait of her it's a drawing of her and the reason why it's important is because he was known to only draw buildings or non-living things and never people not even his parents he would never he was known to never draw people he only drew buildings and like you know objects that were obviously not living and he drew her and i think that was such a good moment if you guys really paid attention to the whole time that he doesn't draw people that he drew her so well he drew her and he asked her to marry him and then um the epilogue was them doing another documentary um about their married life because the one from their young adult years resurfaced obviously same thing with the high school they resurfaced again and it got popular and then they demanded this this documentary so that's how it ends full circle it's so cute how they start off with they hate each other from high school and then in the middle the documentary of like they have a lot of history and they are like i'm just doing this by force but low-key high-key i'm still in love with you to well to like needing healing to the trilogy the trilogy the third part them finally getting it together and being married in their married life so yeah (laughs) yeah so those two characters i love i learned so much just by those two characters and obviously we have other characters we have um kim ji ung like i mentioned him and he's Choi Young's friends or best friend um he's a producer who's you know who was in charge of the of producing that documentary they were in the, the second one i think also the third one um and he had a crush on cooking too since high school and his story is definitely tr- it's like very uh, very sad and it made me sad to see how he the whole entire time he was very resentful very um just very like it was just very he was always resentful towards his friend i think and towards her almost like he just would not let that crush or that sentiment go or that like idea of that hope of them being together knowing that 
they were still in love with each other and i feel like that just kind of ruined a lot of his years because it would would have happened it would have happened between them two and it didn't you know what i'm saying and he missed a good opportunity with other people around him like there was this other young girl who was i think he was her mentor i think and the um as a producer and she actually had a crush she uh, she says it at the end like that he that she liked him but you don't see anything really transpire anything happen with them but i mean obviously i'm pretty sure something will happen with them but it's just sad how the whole time he was just very resentful and very like it was just a lot more dark moments of him than than you seeing him heal you saw a conclusion towards the end with his mom but you didn't really see much of that and it's like okay that's fine i wish there was more there was better interaction there was he had his moments he had his good moments of being a friend but it was mostly joy on being a good friend to him but other than that he's a great actor i love him no complaints no complaints i just wish that they had brighter scenes for him um i wish they extended that love that little love part for him a love story for him a little bit more than just her telling him she likes him in the car but it's fine there's i mean it's fine it's so great um yeah and then i think those were the three main and then obviously who else was it um i think yeah so go and who i mentioned the best friend who was a manager he and um i think it was so yeah her name was lee so Yi. she was a little older just a year older than them best friend of cook yansu and she was a former writer and now she owns a bar so her and go unho since you know they started interacting because of cook yansu and choi ung they interacted they pretty much i want to say they fell in love even though they never it insinuated it but they never really verbally said it but you could just see like they fell in love they just they're just keeping it platonic because they just they're friends like they're friends of each other's friends wait what <laughs> i don't know if that makes sense so i think at the end they do hint at it which is cute which is fine but i love soyi and park Jinju, she yo she's so underrated she's absolutely underrated everything i've seen her in she has been so great even though she's been playing supporting roles she has been she has not been disappointing at all i absolutely love her she's hilarious and turns out she's actually a really good singer um but yeah so those two super cute and then i think that's it like there's other different um i think like people who come in for briefly there's the grandma and stuff like that that you know moments by the way the grandma she had such a great moment because there's a point where he has he helps her out he sees her like in town and helps her um takes her groceries with uh for her walks her wait i make no sense at all so he bumps into her at a grocery store or in the streets i believe uh, in town and then um helps her with her bags 
and she's about to leave she does not like him at all it's funny um so she's about to leave and then she turns around she's like hey don't give her a hard time don't give her a hard time like she's the way she is because of me she's mean and angry because of me and if you're gonna blame blame anyone blame me and i don't remember what else she says but he he tells her he tells her like no like i can never i know her i know the real her and uh, it's just such a sweet moment it's such a sweet moment such a sweet moment i wish i had the word for word for that moment but he pretty much describes and expresses how he feels about her and how he sees her and the way he sees her is not the way she sees herself and it's such an important factor because she has that inferiority complex obviously but she yeah it's great and there's this other scene before where um he's outside of her place for whatever he literally they cannot stay away from each other even though they're like pretending like they hate each other um but he's outside of his house and then the grandma comes out and so she has to like she doesn't have to but she forces him to have dinner with them and she's just like it's hilarious super funny and obviously grandma's mean to him and you know making giving him a hard time and then you know cooking and so it's like what are you doing grandma like stop being mean to him and he's just like wow why wouldn't i be mean like he's the guy who made you cry and it was just a moment of sense of like oh because she's always been so stubborn and acted like she did not care like it never bothered her like it didn't mean anything to her like so cold and he obviously was devastated because he's the one that that she broke up with i think in that moment i really liked that moment because he finally saw like she was crying like i made her cry like it was such a tender hearted moment for me like a very like almost heart fluttering because he realized like i actually had an effect on her because this whole time i thought she didn't care i actually had an effect on her like she actually also was hurting because obviously they were hiding each other's feelings for i mean again they did go through some stuff when they were young but and that moment i was like yes she's exposed she loves you yes <laughs> so it's great 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 moment but yeah overall guys this show had so many wonderful moments so many great moments that i wish that i could explain all but i just don't want to um overextend my stay in this episode but yeah overall i gotta say i recommend this drama um thankfully this show ended in january 2022 let me see yep looks like Jan- Ooh, january 25th 2022 right in time for 2022 so when i do my recap at the end of the year i will be 100 percent mentioning this show this is another one of my unexpected favorites i loved it i feel like if i were to experience a romance i want to experience their type of romance obviously minus the i mean we all need healing but minus the like heartbreak and stuff but again the way they overcome it is just beautiful the way they overcome it is beautiful 
um i want to see more of them <laughs> even though i concluded i don't mind seeing more at all i don't mind seeing everyone else's conclusion and seeing them happy and get married and stuff like that i wish i could have seen a wedding but it's okay no problem i i wish they showed a wedding with like v's ost in the background oh my gosh that would have been so great but it's fine <laughs> it's fine it is what it is um but yeah i recommend this show you guys if you guys not have seen it go watch it take your time check it out it's very bingeable but at the same time you can definitely take your time with this show and you know it's very engaging i loved every single aspect of this show there wasn't anybody i liked most of the characters the only one that i was like eh, about was nj but she did you know there was important moments with her but eh. but yeah there was some important moments with her but um every character every actor i definitely enjoy the storyline did not confuse me whatsoever i loved how it built it built to their final moment of getting together and overcoming their last obstacle before they got married and um before he um asked before he proposed and a very smooth like it wasn't too too dramatic i loved how they ended up together it was such a sweet moment of her just being honest with him telling her like telling him like i i i don't like i i can't be friends with you oh yeah because this fool was, <laughs> sorry this guy was trying to have, be like oh you can be friends haha <laughs> anyways he she finally he was having like a breakdown and she was vulnerable to him vulnerability is so important in a relationship i have to say and um such a great way how they got back together such a great way how you show how they were healed not completely healed but you know went through the healing process especially with their relationship and how real it was in some moments and how they the way they did the cooking sue character i loved the way they wrote that character i definitely resonated with her and with Choi young as well the way they wrote these characters were very uh well-rounded very obviously flawed human but oh you felt you definitely felt you fell for them you you empathized towards them and it, it was beautiful i loved it so check it out guys it's pretty much my overall thoughts and impressions of this show i loved it it's gonna go on my top okay i want to experience this type of romance <laughs> i want to marry Choi young too <laughs> just kidding um i loved it i can't believe i missed it but it's okay i watched it and i fell in love with it love the ost recommend it i recommend it i will be recommending it to my friends if you know they don't watch k-dramas but even if they never watch k-dramas i still recommend this show this is definitely one of those shows that people anybody could watch i truly believe this is the one that anybody could watch i i truly believe that but yeah guys that's pretty much my overall thoughts on this one i wish i had more time to go over episode by episode by episode but it's fine i know i don't i um i yeah like everything i liked everything everything the way it was edited the way it was directed everything 
I definitely loved and especially the crucial moments the way they did it so well so well um but yeah guys anyways <laughs> uh yeah guys i overall loved it definitely going on one of my tops um one unexpected it's an unexpected favorite definitely will be recapping it um the by the end of the year and i cannot wait for you guys to let me know what you guys thought about this drama um i can't wait to see more projects of these two because these two are just killing it especially Choi. like Choi, he he surprises me he looks so good with his hair shaggy but then he looks so good with his hair parted like whoa <laughs> but yeah both of them they're they're incredible i'm excited to see what else they have in store i'm so excited for the entire cast um but love the show hope you guys check it out if you guys have not checked it out check it out i think anybody can really enjoy this very subtle very light very very hits really good topics um and i would definitely watch this again i'm I, that's how i know it's hit my tops or it's one of my faves the fact that i can watch it again and yeah that's 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 all i have to say for this um i hope you guys enjoyed my thoughts and let me know what you guys think uh thank you for joining me i hope you guys are having a wonderful day if you guys are at work please have a great day hang in there if you guys are driving drive safe if you guys are students you got this finals are almost over or you're going into finals but you're almost done you you got this i believe in you we all got this so hope you guys enjoy have a great great time and check out our beloved summer and thank you for joining me at the k-drama cafe podcast <laughs>